Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is the happy hour. You guys want the happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. Happy Monday. This is the happy hour. 93.7 The Ticket. Ticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Rico with you. Hello, Rico. Hello. How's the day? Fantastic. I mean, I got my partner in crime back. We back. It's good to be back. I mean, Thank I was you. good. I was good with Austin. Like Austin was fantastic. He was fine, but you know, he was fantastic. There you go. Oh, but there's the sound. Don't, don't, it was throwing me off too. Man, I was wondering I why it was so. Off. I couldn't hear myself talk. All right, we good. I was having like a, I felt like Terrell Farley turning up my headphones. I was having problems. Isolating the headphones up a ton. I was so worried. Uh, how was the last week? It was good. It was good. fantastic. That's what I like some to hear. great shows. Uh, I I missed a lot. Yeah, was, you did, and I, I still don't believe you. I still don't. So everybody, again, welcome into the happy hour. 93.7 ticket. Let me go through the full do spiel. Your, yeah, do your thing. It's been a while. 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln hotline. The Sarder Heyman text line open for you guys, as well as the Sarder Heyman Jewelers live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. Huge 961. You missed that, too. Yep. Uh, huge shout out to Empire Fence and Eddie for their support, as always. Uh, you can always follow us on Twitter, on X, at Nick underscore Sainert, and at Radio Rico AC. Go ahead. I don't believe you. Everybody, you Nick fine. said that he... Completely unplugged. He said he deleted Twitter. I did. He said he deleted ESPN and mm-hmm. that he didn't know anything that was going on. Well, for anybody that was wondering, over the last week that Nick was gone, we have had three historic coaches yep. step down, get fired, retire, whatever. We've had all kinds of coaching movement because of people mm-hmm. getting poached from places to places and all that fun mm-hmm. stuff. Um, we had 
Nebraska basketball lose and then win and all that fun stuff. Nick was gone for all of it. Well, so I mean, he was back for the weekend, but still I was I was the, the day before I left was the in the afternoon. Nick Saban retired, right? Dipped. So I knew about Nick Saban retiring, mm-hmm. had no clue. Kalen DeBoer was the guy that they were going after. Nobody did. Had no clue. L- Lane Kiffin never got a men- his name mentioned. I yep. assume that he was the first call and he turned it down. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian was mentioned. Um, um, Oregon's coach, I can't remember his name right now. Dan, Dan Lanning, Lanning. Yep. Uh, was down in Tuscaloosa for an interview, allegedly, um, and then went back and, you know, reaffirmed that he was staying. Yeah. Um, Steve Sarkeesian gets a raise, posts a video. Uh, somebody else posted a video that they were staying as well. Uh, just all kinds of fun stuff. Oh, uh, um, uh, Florida State's head coach got a Mike raise. Norvell. Mike Norvell, eight years, $80 million. Dang, I uh, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. All kind, all these coaches, their, their agent who, funny thing, I believe all of them, Yeah. same agent. It's probably like a Scott Boris type of thing. And he, So he's all their agents. He's also Nick Saban's agent. Yeah. So he got everybody raises, and then Kalen DeBoer swoops in. And well, no. I told the story on, on the drive this morning where it was like a couple of days after DeBoer got hired. Mm-hmm. Somebody in our group chat with like me, you, it was Raf, right. AD, and Jay, mm-hmm. I think. There was, um, Raf sent like a thing with DeBoer or with Jed Fish yeah. going to Washington. Yep. And I just replied, wait, what where's, happened with DeBoer? Yeah, you said, where's DeBoer? And we were like, he's in Alabama. I had no clue. Had no 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 said, idea. Yeah, you go. I didn't know that. And I go. No, I don't believe you. Yeah, that's I still fine. don't believe you. It was it was incredible. It was a great time the in Al- uh, Cancun. The Arizona fans, much warmer. The Arizona fans, faithful and players, all dislike Jed Fish now. Very much so. Uh, Even he though, had like a five minute meeting saying like, "Hey guys, I'm out." So I did read that it was like a three minute thing, mm-hmm. which was pretty crazy. I, I also um, got to thinking yesterday and over the course of the weekend while I was kind of getting back to to reality here. Um, the quarterback situations at a couple of these places mm-hmm. are, are crazy right now because obviously Washington, mm-hmm. you had Will Rogers go from Mississippi state instantly was like, I'm going to Washington. We yep. know we all, everybody kind of knew that that was going to be the landing spot for, for Will Rogers. He was on the sideline during the national championship. Exactly. Game. And now the head coach leaves and Kalen DeBoer goes to Alabama and they bring in Jed fish. Well, Jed fish, was just leading a true freshman quarterback in Noah Fafita, who is like eighth in Heisman odds going into next season. The guy's un- unbelievable because he, he took over for their starting quarterback, um, Jaden Delora, after he got injured, mm-hmm. lost to USC, where in a game where that was, if, if you watched it, was strictly Arizona's defensive fault. They could have won that game. They should have won that game, should Arizona. Then they went on this incredible hot streak, de- demolished Washington State up in Pullman and while Washington state was still ranked ends up, you know, winning uh, uh, the bulk of their games. And I think they finished with 10 wins. So now you look at like Arizona and Noah Fafita specifically, and it's like, dang, Arizona, Jaden Delora, he transferred out mm-hmm. because it was Noah Fafita's job. It felt like, all right, coaching the coaching carousel has somewhat subsided. Now that the national championship has been played, it's time to kind of settle down roster reconstruction and management. Psych. Well, then you have Jed Fish go to Washington after DeBoer leaves for Alabama. Will Rogers is up there going, oh, man, what's going on here? 
he's still at Washington as it is as it is right now. He's in the portal. The backup Will Rogers. Will Rogers is in the portal. Back in the portal. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. Unless he unless he took his name out and he's staying at Washington. Okay, so Will Rogers back in the portal. Last I checked, he entered the portal. Their four star, five star, depending on where you look, recruit entered the portal. He's going to Alabama. Um Arizona. I think Dolores said he was going to Washington. He committed he committed somewhere. He's going somewhere. I don't remember exactly where he said he was going, but he's going somewhere. Um, yeah, no, it it when the coaches let leave, like when the coaches leave, uh, all of the players started entering the portal. So, so yeah, be, well, and, the, and part of that is you have thirty you days. Have thirty days, but it, it's just yes. nuts, especially with the quarterback situation, because when you look at what Kalen DeBoer is able to do with quarterbacks, you would expect you know some quarterbacks to follow him. Well, mm-hmm. uh, um, and I know we'll get to this later, but Alabama has a five star who entered the portal and is committed somewhere now. But their starter um, entered the portal, then took his name out. He's staying in Alabama. Um, Washington's four-star, five-star recruit um, for this last class entered the portal, and he's going to Alabama. Uh, Arizona Delora enters the portal. It, it's and, just a, it's just a mess of of players in the portal. Well, Alabama lost like thirty players. Well, in two and so, days. so let's talk about Alabama because this is more of an intriguing position. Um, is Alabama obviously Nick Saban moves on? Kalen DeBoer doesn't let the Alabama commits from the tw- or signees from the 2024 classes. Mm-hmm. He doesn't let them out of their national letter of intents. Instead, he forces them to enter the portal. If you notice, that's messed up. This is, it's a fascinating thing. Now the difference is basically national letter of intents going to allow you to look at every single school mm-hmm. transfer portals. They kind of got to reach out to you. Yep. Well, so for example, the number one quarterback in the country, according to 24 seven sports, Julian Sand. Now, he was committed, signed, ready to go at Alabama. He's hanging out in Hawaii. Yeah. He's from Carlsbad, California. He ends up entering the transfer portal. This is a guy that has not taken a single snap of college football. Nope. And he is now transferred to Ohio State. Where, (sighs) do I need to remind you, Will Howard finally made the decision Mm -hmm. months, or I guess weeks, after being in the portal, one of the first to go into the portal mm-hmm. did Will Howard. And after weeks of just kind of mulling options, visited USC, uh, talked a little bit to a lot of other schools, Florida State, thought Miami. about thought about the NFL draft, I guess. This is everywhere. He last up, second. He ends up going to Ohio State. Yeah, it was like last second. Ohio State's like, hey, Will, you, you want to come talk to us? And they talked and they were like, yeah, I guess this will work. So he ends up going there. Julian saying transferring to Ohio State. The quarterback room is stacked because, oh, by the way, they have Aaron Noland, yeah, who was also in this class, who was, I think, the seventh ranked quarterback or somewhere along those lines. So they have the best quarterback in the nation, the seventh best quarterback in the nation. They have one of the hottest quarterbacks out of the transfer portal. And, oh, by the way, they have their quarterback number 33, mm-hmm. um, Devin Brown. Devin Brown. And, oh, by the way, they have the f- true freshman out of North Dakota. Mm-hmm. Who is Lincoln also Kine on the holds. team? Like the, their South quarterback Dakota, room, yes. South Dakota, one of the Dakotas. Their quarterback room stacked with talent. I don't know what's going well, to happen. So how about this? Ohio State in the uh, in the offseason. These are just five of the names that they have have uh, added to their roster. Obviously, Julian Sand, mm-hmm. number one quarterback in twenty twenty four. Okay, they added Jeremiah Smith, who is the number one quarter number one overall recruit in twenty twenty four at the wide receiver position. Yes. They added Caleb Downs 
who is the number one overall player in the transfer portal, number one safety. Oh, yeah. True freshman started at Alabama. Yep. I forgot about that. They added Will Howard, as we know. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Pretty darn good quarterback out of Kansas State. Transferred in. And they they added Quinshawn Judkins, the number one running back in the transfer portal from Ole Miss. To go to go to go alongside Travion Henderson. Henderson. So you want to talk about and not to mention here, if I'm Harbaugh, I'm out. (laughs) Hold on. Let's just go. I'm not coming back to face that Ohio State team. Ohio State had the number two class in the entire country. Yes. They added two five star wide receivers. They added a five star defensive end in Edric Houston. They added, as we mentioned, Aaron Nolan. Mm -hmm. And then once again, through the transfer portal, they have added two guys from Alabama, or excuse me, three guys from Alabama. They also added the uh, center that had the snapping problems, oh, Seth yeah. McLaughlin. He had a good year he, up until that up game. Up until the game. They added him. So that so, is a so, good, that's a so, really good addition that so people are just three, like, three Bama players, one Ole Miss player. They added a tight end from Ohio, and they added Will Howard. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. There's your transfers. If I'm Jim Harbaugh, I'm going to LA. I'm not sticking around for that. I beat I beat Ohio State three years three in a row. Straight years. I made the playoff three years in a row. I won a national championship. I'm good. I don't need to go back to Michigan. I don't have anything to prove. I've done what I needed to do. I'm going to LA. I'm going somewhere where it's warm and I can work with an already established quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> not really? established. He's still a loser. Yeah. Just not great. I also think uh, how about this? Did you? I'm sure you guys probably discussed this. Cam Ward changing his mind. Yep. You guys talked about that. Yeah, we did. He said, I'm going. He couldn't find a place to land. He said, I'm going to the NFL. And then probably didn't get the uh, amount of attention that he was thinking he was going to no, get. Probably <laughs> not, as we kind of expected, I think. So I, I just wanted to kind of catch up on some of those things because it's, it's crazy to real. I mean, think back of like, all right, we thought the transfer portal and some of the bigger names had kind of subsided, had kind of cooled down. And and there wasn't going to be as much movement going forward. Well, now you have Nick Saban, who is obviously one of the legends, retires in the college game. Mm-hmm. And they get DeBoer, who was probably not in the first choice. It doesn't feel like DeBoer doesn't fit Alabama in my eyes. It's hard for me to be like, he's that guy that's going to go to a Washington, going to mm-hmm. go to a somewhere that's not necessarily a national powerhouse, mm-hmm. but make them respectable careful now there's a lot of Kalen DeBoer fans who listen I, I because, love we, DeBoer. because we went through this and I was saying how it just doesn't fit to me I understand no. that he's won everywhere he's been the dude's Absolutely. a winner I know that like you can see that on his resume you can see that based on the numbers he's a winner it just doesn't feel like Alabama is the place it, it, Alabama and Kalen DeBoer just don't match for me and I understand it's a winning tradition he's a winner it should work but it also just feels like his style of play doesn't match what Alabama does. And again, mm-hmm. I understand things change. He could do whatever, but it's just a weird situation. Kind of like what you said, where he goes somewhere where that has 
a moderate amount of success and is able to take them to that next level. Alabama's already at that next level. So how much better can they actually get with Kalen DeBoer? They just had Nick Saban. Like you didn't, Kalen DeBoer isn't going to take them to, to, you know, three straight national championships and undefeated seasons frankly, right away. Like frankly, no coach is no. no coach should be held to the Nick Saban standard. No. And, and the, but the thing is that there were other coaches who maybe you were looking at guys from that came from the Nick Saban tree of coaching. Yep. The Lane Kiffins, the Steve Sarkeesians, guys like that. Dan Lanning was there for a, for a little bit amount of time. Like those were the guys that everybody was looking at. Kalen DeBoer just kind of came out of left field. And like you said, kind of felt like he was, around the fifth option because you had guys names being mentioned and then guys getting raises or, or guys putting videos of them staying at their universities. And then here comes Kalen DeBoer, the the 12th mm-hmm. hour, 13th hour. So how about this? This was an article just written three days ago, um, January 19th by uh, the Seattle times. And this, this is the fascinating stuff for me because college football, as we know it also, we, I mean, we obviously know it's, it's ever changing and it's, the Big Ten and the SEC have kind of separated themselves into the two biggest players. Mm-hmm. It's not as much like you can't just chalk this up into saying, ah, DeBoer wanted to coach in the SEC. Because now I like you, you're there's a possibility and a way for you to view them somewhat on an even playing field. With Nick Saban gone, yes. Yeah, a hundred percent. So now here's what's fascinating is this article is is headlined Washington offered quote Big Ten contract to Kalen DeBoer. The athletic director Troy Dannon says. So this is an this is a, an interview, a conversation with the athletic director at Washington, and here's just a couple quotes from it. And it says, um, "Here we go. We put numbers in front of him that were quite frankly unprecedented for this university. <clears throat> Excuse me. We began contract negotiations in October, ten days after he arrived." Quote, we put a Big Ten package in front of Kalen, not a Pac-12 package. Mm. When it wasn't signed, uh, it gave us pause. Enough pause, in fact, that Dannon, the athletic director, began preparing for the possibility of a coaching search. Uh, he said this, quote, um, we had an $8.7 million annual contract in front of Kalen at Thanksgiving. After the Sugar Bowl, we had a $9.4 million annual offer on the table sir which would have put him in the top eight in the country when that didn't get signed i started talking to folks just in case there you go i mean it makes um, sense that you would start talking to and that's a, the that's guy that here how about this the athletic director troy dannon as we know says that the one coach he's leaned on the most throughout these last couple of weeks mm-hmm. Former Washington head coach Chris Peterson. Of course, he said should. when I start, I started talking to Peterson just in case and asked, "Hey, who do you like? Who have you run across?" When Alabama called me last Thursday to interview DeBoer, I had Chris in my office the day before, running through a list of people on my list. Mm. Who did he like? Who did he not like? Who were the people that were not on my list? Then I took Chris out of out of it. Um, I didn't have him in the interviews, but I talked to him every single day. So once again, uh, via public records request, the Seattle Times received documents that confirmed those figures and those contract offers. The first of two contract offers arrived on November 26, which would have extended DeBoer through the next nine seasons with DeBoer receiving eight and a half million guaranteed in 2024, 8.5 in 2025, 
and it continues to go up to where he is uh, given $9.3 million in 2031. <laughs> a second contract offer that was dated just on January 11th, the day before Kalen DeBoer left for Alabama, included more inflated salary figures that started at nine plus million in 2024, escalated by more than a hundred grand each year, and topped out at 9.7 million in 2031. Do we know he's getting paid at Alabama? Uh, it said around 10. Yeah. The terms of DeBoer's deal with Alabama have not been disclosed, but the contract is widely expected to be around 10 million in annual compensation. Yeah, tough to tough to compete with that when they have all the money that they were throwing at Everybody, and have it, some, of course, some of that extra compete. money and the SEC money and all that stuff. And also, like, yes, he was getting a bunch of talent to, to Washington, and what he was doing at Washington was amazing. But when you think when it gets when you get down to it, you can get better talent mm-hmm. at Alabama. Even if it's of course look, you look at Tuscaloosa and you're like, oh, what what's even there? Like, what is that? Like, Alabama still is going to have the reputation for putting players in the NFL. Absolutely. And as long as you have that, you're going to get some of the higher level players. So this is, I mean, this is just the fascinating stuff for me to where it's like just days before, well, months, frankly, back in October, there was a contract extension offered. They knew. They knew. They knew. And then just on the day before, nine nine plus million for Washington is is a lot. That's a big 10 money. Actually, that's still not even big. That's, that's, uh, that's, That's new big 10 money. Like you, I mean, for, for let's let's compare, right? Matt Rule's contract, he's making five and a half this season. Mm-hmm. He'll make twelve and a half by twenty thirty, which is on the the final year of the contract, I believe. So, I mean, you're looking at starting next season in twenty twenty four, DeBoer would have made nine under what the is, one that was proposed yeah. on January eleventh. I guess what is Ryan Day, Jim Harbaugh, James Franklin? Like you look at the guys who are competing. James Franklin kind of here and there competing for playoff okay. spots. Those so, are the guys that you're competing with in terms of contract. So money. Ryan Day yep. gets paid nine and a half million annually. So you were right up there yeah. with Ryan Day. I mean, so it's competitive. Like, that's nothing on Washington. Mm-hmm. They did everything they could aside from offer him an astronomical amount of money that maybe they wouldn't have yeah. had at the moment. And by the way, Kalen DeBoer, I believe, I want to say he was okay. Yep. Do you have any idea how much he was making this year at Washington? At what this season? They were prepared to give him eight, seven. Yeah. With the first contract. Yep. Uh, I'd say probably four or five, somewhere close to rule. $4.2 million. Yeah. Kalen DeBoer made 4.2 this year um, at Washington. How long was he at Washington? Birth. Two, three years? Uh, I believe this was his third. Uh, excuse me, two. 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 Can you imagine going from... I, where, where was he at? Once going again. From, as the offensive coordinator at Indiana to yeah. Washington for two years, getting into the playoff, and then getting the Alabama job. The rye... And, and just if you look at his, his, um, his resume and where he was at before and how he made his climb up the coaching ranks. Oh, it's incredible. It's ridiculous. Well, it's so I mean, cool. Just the start of this USA Today article says Alabama's hired Kalen DeBoer to secede Nick Saban. DeBoer, who spent the past two seasons at Washington, brings nine years of head coaching experience, five with an NAIA school. Yep. Five of his nine years, not even at the Division One level. And now he's at Alabama. Here you go. Strike gold. 
strike gold, get to the playoff, and who knows what, what's going to come. Now, and as OGCJ points out, he says, guys, they knew. DeBoer knew. Saban knew. Obviously, obviously, Alabama was looking for a while. I get that. I don't think Saban knew. I don't think he knew he was going to retire. I think it's okay, though, to do your due diligence throughout the season. Well, I feel like they've been they've been doing that for a while because he's been getting up there in age. But I don't think Saban knew because he even mentioned that he was still trying to figure out which speech he was going to give his team in the locker room. And if he I, knew, there's no way. Look, have whatever thoughts you want about Nick Saban. There's no way he would have gone out and recruited all these guys saying like, hey, I'm going to recruit you and I want you to come to Alabama, but I'm not going to be here next year. Because if he did that, I guarantee you Julian Sain was not committing to Alabama. Yeah, it's it is it's just a weird situation because if you're Kalen DeBoer on that first contract, why not sign it? If if you had no intention, no thought of, you know what, maybe I could leave after this year, why not sign it? Maybe it's one of those where he thought you know, they're having a good season so far. He was going to get I mean, paid it's double. It's, I mean, it's to begin with. Yeah, double. But you, but you think you're having a good season. You could you could leverage it. For more than double. Yes. Well, and he ended up you're going being able the, to do so. You're going into the Big Ten. Man. They give you, they're doubling but your contract, but if, you're like, no, 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 If I'm no, getting no. paid 4.2 and I have a, and I have an opportunity After you just have, to stay here. Yeah. Then I'm going to make 8.4. Okay. Yeah, but they offer you eight, they offer you eight point four, and you I'm look, going into look, major Power Five football. You look, you see Ryan Day's making nine. Yeah, ah, I want on. nine. I want nine. You see what I'm doing right now with this? Team? I understand with this ragtag bunch of misfits. Not at Washington. <laughs> Not at Washington. They're they're pretty good. Uh, I will say. I mean, you don't have Michael Penix. Nope. You want to talk about the 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 headache? Maybe that's why he didn't sign. I it. mean, frankly, the headache that Jed Fish now has trying to figure out Washington. He's not getting um, any Arizona players. It's it's a good it's a good like I like Jet Fisher a lot. Now Arizona doesn't. Arizona does not. In terms of like, how does this view the Big Ten? How does the Big Ten view this? How what does this mean for like the SEC? Oh, I know the Big Ten's pissed. Big Ten's pissed. Oh, I know I'm, the Big Ten's I'm mad. Pissed. I'm mad. I was excited. Now I, I'm I mad. like Kalen DeBoer I mean, I at am. Washington. Yeah, I like Jed Fish. But it doesn't mean I want to lose Kalen DeBoer. You get the to mid- get the addition of Jed Fish. You get the Midwest boy out west coming back home to the Big Ten, and yeah. now he's going to the SEC. Ridiculous. Because, because realistically speaking, you're probably not going to get instantly. It's not going to be as a smooth of a transition for Jed Fish as if if Kalen DeBoer's still there. Washington's probably pretty well respected. They lose like two, three games. There's a couple of a uh, couple of of guys leaving now. More than a couple. Jed Fish has some work to do. Roster retention, adding transfers. Starts at the quarterback, starts at the wide receiver position, trying to figure out how to replace not only Michael Penix, but Roma Dunze. So from from the Big Ten's perspective, kind of a kind of a, a chink in the old armor. But you kept Dan Lanning. You did. You did. But the SEC, unfortunately, took one of your coaches. Tragic. Let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, let's talk Husker hoops. We'll also d- dive into uh, NFL playoffs as well. That was supposed to be part of this segment was the NFL playoffs. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to obviously talk about this. Um, so we're, we're going to just dissect both Husker hoops and NFL playoffs coming up throughout the rest of the show. Uh, as always, 402-464-5685. The Honda of Lincoln hotline and the starter Heyman text line are open for you guys. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 961 are all available for you to see what's going on inside the studio. Come on down, 1040 O Street. Grab yourself a cup of Joe. Grab some Beatrice Bakery as well. 
and uh, come hang out with us. We'll go ahead and take a, a quick timeout and round out the show in about 25 minutes or so right here on 93.7 The Ticket. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.